The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for each and one of you listeners. Thank you so very much. So today's show is all about changing your body as if by magic. <laughs> and many of you that have been either my friends on Facebook for a while or maybe have seen me in person recently will know that I've changed my body as if by magic. And I get so many questions and private messages and emails, what are you doing? That I wanted to share with everybody so that you guys for those of you who are desiring to change your body, and I'm sure there's one or two of you out there, uh, maybe some of what I've been choosing can contribute to you too. So for myself, what it really comes down to, and I'll, I'll share all the bits and pieces, but what it really came down to was until April of this year, April 2015, I really didn't desire to change my body. Now, in my head and logically, yes, I have been attempting to change my body since I was on my first diet at the age of nine. <laughs> so I've been forcing and pushing for many, many years. And when I started Access, I was in a class where Gary was the facilitator, the founder of Access, Gary Douglas was the facilitator and a woman was talking about him well, talking to him about changing her body and I'm a very good student in classes and it, whenever somebody is asking a question if it at all relates to something in my life I ask myself the same questions that the facilitator asks the person so as Gary was talking with this lady he said to her truth do you desire to change your body? And my awareness, not my head, not my logic, but my awareness was a very strong no. <laughs> and it was so disappointing because everything in this, this reality was telling me I should. I had extra weight. I didn't like the way I looked when I looked in the mirror. I didn't like the way I felt. I mean, everything logically was there to tell me that I should desire to change my body. And yet energetically, it was a big no. 
which started me to really look at that. And and so if you happen to ask yourself the same question and you got to know, please know that that doesn't mean that you never ever can change it. You just want to be aware of what's true for you. And the minute that you have the awareness that possibly you were like me and you weren't willing to change it, then you want to look at that. Because if we do what I did from kind of age nine until uh, 42, almost 43, was then try to push and force and make something happen that I didn't actually desire. And so then I started looking at that. And what was the value of not desiring to change my body and asking myself questions around that. And that took me to last year in uh, February. So a year and probably about a year and a half ago. And you guys, I did a show called, um, I think it was called something about what are you refusing to be? So if you go to February of 2014, uh, February or March, I'm not sure which which month, I did a whole show on it because of a question I asked Gary in, in a class. And what the question was to him was, what was I refusing to receive that if I would receive it, I could change my body? And he, he clarified that for me. He said, it's not that you're not willing to receive. He said, what are you refusing to be? And I didn't have an awareness for him. It, it didn't make logical sense to me. And, and so I said, well, what am I refusing to be? And he said, well, I don't know. He said, maybe you're refusing to be tiny. And the minute that he said it, I was uh, angry. I was frustrated. I wanted to punch him. Uh, and where all that energy came from, I don't have an answer for. There was nothing in my past that I could say, oh, I was tiny and then this happened. Um, you know, I don't have any of that. But the energy of being tiny was so wrong to me it was so interesting so I played with that and played with that and played with that it took me months to actually clear that and of course there was past life stuff where I was tiny and and there was some of the stuff when I looked at what tiny meant to me in this lifetime I had a lot of really interesting points of view about what tiny meant and I really it was really shocking to me. And I was so grateful for that very brief question and conversation with Gary so that I could clear that. And, and so again, that took about six months to clear that. And then earlier this year, I created something with, with my left knee that um, I did what I've done in the past, which was really interesting. And it was just kind of like, oh, it'll get better tomorrow. It'll get better tomorrow. I'll run some processes. I'll ask some questions. It'll get better tomorrow. And I really didn't, take the time with it and look at it and ask questions uh, and it just got worse and worse and it started when I went to just before I went to India in February and it literally got worse and worse and worse and at that time I was doing a lot of traveling so India and Vancouver and home for a couple days and then off again and all these different countries in Europe and Venice and oh on and on it was beautiful and amazing and I could barely walk <laughs> so by the time we got home in April I could honestly barely walk. And I was sitting out on my, my beautiful little patio that my, my hubby bit, built me years ago and crying because it felt like 
it was the end. Like it felt like if I can't walk, then travel is out of the question, which has been such a big, beautiful part of my life. And I've been so enjoying with hubby. Um, So looking at that being the end, not being able to change it, feeling hopeless, feeling all of these things um, really kind of playing the victim energy in a sense because I had tried many things in those months I had many different friends at classes do processes and ask questions and do all sorts of amazing things and nothing was shifting it and I went and saw a, a specialist and he gave me a diagnosis that I'll tell you <laughs> the minute it came out of his mouth was the minute I said, no, that's not it. That's not me. That's not my life. That's not my body. That's not it. And honestly, some of it was from resistance. Some of it was like, no. And then I was willing to have the conversation with my body, like truth body, do you have, and and what he called it was arthritis, like truth body, do you have arthritis in your knees? And it was a no. So, okay, (laughs) then what and and still took a few weeks before I was then sitting on my patio crying um playing victim and finally I just said body whatever whatever you require let me know what it's going to take to change this I knew my knee wasn't uh hurting because I had extra weight I just knew it wasn't contributing (laughs) so In that moment, when I asked that question, I had the awareness of something that my body has been trying to get me to choose for somewhere between three and five years. I don't remember. Um, It's just been a long time that it's been really loud. And, And it's from this reality, you could call it a diet plan. And it's basically low carbs and and high protein. And I've done very well on that before. Years ago, when when I ate like that, my body really prefers few carbs and loves protein. And when you add protein with some specific vegetables, I feel like a million bucks. And when you don't and you add all the carbs and all the sugar and all of that other stuff, I do not feel like a million bucks and I gain weight. And I've known this. But when I started studying Access uh, five years ago, I actually started using some of the tools against myself (laughs) going, well, you know what? I'm choosing consciousness. So I don't actually have to... uh, listen to my body in that way my body can handle the sugar my body needs the sugar my body all this stuff that was um maybe lies (laughs) to override my body and it's not wrong that I chose that it's just a really interesting choice and it's never wrong when we choose something that doesn't create more in our world. It's never wrong. Choice creates awareness. So I chose one way <laughs> for about four years. And my body showed me that by choosing that way, what occurs, which was gaining weight and feeling more and more sluggish. So in April, when it felt like I had my back against my wall, uh, wall like I had the only other choice was either listen to my body or not be able to walk, which meant everything I love to do couldn't be done with ease. I said, okay, body, 
you're in control. I will stop being the bossy bosserson that I've um, pretended that I wasn't being. <laughs> and I will work with you. I will listen to you. And we went and started the, the program and started really, really listening. And it was so interesting to me because one of the things that I ask for every day is more and more awareness. So what energy, space and consciousness can my body and I be to be the infinite awareness we truly be? So I'm asking every day, universe, let's be the infinite awareness we truly be. But what I was doing then every evening <laughs> was shutting it off by eating the stuff that my body didn't want. So for, for me, that's carbs. Please know that I'm talking about high, high protein, low carb. Your body may be very different from that. This is not an answer or a solution. This is what is working for my body in this 10 seconds. And I'm always willing to change it. If my body desires it to be different, I am willing for it to change. I'm willing to have a different, uh, you know, eat something that is high carb if my body is asking for it. And I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes now with it and what I found was about a week after I started the the program was the first time that I did a, a full day class where I was facilitating the class and it was so interesting to me because I so desired to go and eat carbs after the class. And it was so loud, you guys, like so loud. And I was traveling with a friend of mine from the class location and we were driving out to her house. And so I, I put a uh, like a, a bar, a kind of a snack bar in my purse and knew that I could have that on the way. And then by the time we got to her house, maybe half an hour later, we would be eating. So easy peasy get in her vehicle, we're chatting away about the class and I'm very aware that, that I'm looking for something to, to, to eat. And when I reach into my purse to get it, it isn't there. And I know I just put it in my purse like 15 minutes earlier, I put it in there. So I became very aware that my body was asking me to be aware and to be present with that desiring to eat. I can't even call it hunger because I, I mean, that's the word I would have used for it if you would have asked me then, but it was, it wasn't actually hunger. And it took me not having something to eat in that moment in my hand to really look at it. And <clears throat> what I became aware of was that I was looking for something to shut the awareness off. Which, can you see the crazy in that? Every day I'm asking for infinite awareness, yet every afternoon or supper time, I'm eating to ensure that I shut that off. I mean, that was such a huge moment of awareness for me. And I know that that not like by my whatever it was, you know, the magic that put the bar away from me so I couldn't have it while I while we were driving out to my friend's house, put me in that place of, wow, that's what I've been eating for. 
So it's not that it was wrong of me to be eating what my body didn't desire. I was doing it from a, from a crazy, I'll call it, a, a way of believing that that was the only way to shut the awareness off. So as we're driving out there and I'm having all of these awarenesses and my awareness is exponentializing and all I want to do is eat to shut it off, but I don't have anything. So I'm just like, okay. And I actually asked to intensify it so that I could drop into it and and really in a sense kind of swim in it like so that there's just this sense of no separation like there was that intensity and and I just asked to intensify it and to intensify it and what would be the worst thing that would happen if I had infinite awareness and what's the value of shutting off my awareness and all of those questions just like and and made it really really big and really really big and really really big and then it was done everything that had made it that energy of it so wrong and so bad and so scary and so horrible and all the crazy by intensifying it and sitting in it and being present with it it dissipated and it was such a freeing moment for me (laughs) because no longer did awareness have my puppet strings no longer was I afraid of it I was willing to be the infinite awareness I was asking for every day. So we are going to head to break and I will talk more about my, my journey when we return. We'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. We're all living in the moment, but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn. It doesn't have to be a challenge, but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be. On The Sky's the Limit, host Karen Levitt knows that experience, having faced it herself. Learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now. Her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles. Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net 
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. So welcome back, everybody. So, yes, as I was sitting and willing to be totally aggressively present with the uncomfortableness of the awareness, it dissipated. And there's only been two times since that I've had that energy come up. And both times have been really easy to deal with because I'm aware of the energy now. I'm willing to intensify it. I'm willing to know that I'm more potent than that energy and that it's just giving me information. And there's a, there's a, there's a sense for me with food, uh, and I think for many people, at least many people that I've worked with, that there is a way of escaping with it. And some people use alcohol, some people use sex, some people use drugs, some people use shopping. I mean, whatever it is, it's a way to, to disconnect, to shut off our awareness. And, and for me, food was really easy and something that I could excuse away, I could justify. Oh, well, you need to eat. So I was choosing the things that would shut off that awareness until I was willing to look at awareness in the face and say, awareness is just awareness. I mean, and and I'm asking for more of it every day. So it's comical to me that I would be eating it away every night, but I totally didn't see that. And I mean, and I mean that honestly, like I, I, I was wearing some really big blinders that were keeping me from what it was because for the most part, I would say there would probably would be times where I was aware of when I was doing it when I was upset or something like to shut it off. But I really didn't know every day to the degree that I was doing it. And it's not like, I mean, I was binging eating every night. That's not it at all. It was just choosing the things that doesn't make my body feel yummy and feel light and feel expansive and then eating so much. And and that uh, that's another question that, that some of you may find freedom with or may find some expansive with is ask, how many people are you eating for? Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you perceive that? And so I've done this with, with people in sessions and people in classes. And there's everything from, you know, maybe there's people that you starved in another lifetime that you've been eating for them ever since because you're punishing yourself. Maybe you even got some of those energies still hanging around you. And so you're, you're kind of double punishing yourself by hanging on to them and by eating for them. Um, it could be that maybe one of your parents was on a diet. And so you started, you know, when they were forcing themselves not to eat and starving themselves, you were taking that on and trying to take it away from them. I mean, there's so many things. It's, it's, it's not logical. And that's where you really want to be in the question, you know, even with the question of what are you refusing to be, that if you would be, it would change your body. I mean, another thing I had to look at, and this isn't so much in the last few months, this is stuff over the last years that I've really looked at is, okay, so let's say I had the body that, you know, you see the superstars with or you, whatever you've decided is, is the body, right? Then what? 
Then you go into a public place and, and a man whistles at you, then what? Can you receive that? For me, I really had this bizarre point of view, and I'm not sure how bizarre it is because I think it's probably more common than we would like to admit, but the, the point of view that if I had a beautiful body that some man desired, that I lost choice in that where he would get what he wanted. So it's better not to have a body like that, which is just a bunch of bullshit because I get to say, I have the say, I have the potency. So if somebody adores my body and then desires it, I get to choose what works for me. But there was this really crazy energy of, well, then I have to give it up. Like, no fucking way I do. (laughs) So, you know, looking at those things for yourself, what's the value? What's the value of having the body that you've created? You created it. So every judgment that you judge it is a way of disvaluing and dis, dis, dishonoring you, um, making yourself powerless and not acknowledging your creation. So you created it. And if you didn't judge it, what magic could you be to change it? Yeah, so look at that. Be willing to acknowledge that you created it. Now, what's the value? Does it look like one of your parents? You know, are you being a good mother or a good son or a good daughter by mimicking your parents' body? Are you keeping the family line alive? If you, let's say you had a sibling who was constantly jealous of you and you really kind of spent life creating magic really easily and you have lots of things that that sibling would love and maybe your body is the only thing that they've got better. So let's say they've created a really beautiful body from this reality standpoint and you've got everything else but the body you've created isn't as beautiful as you would like it to be. Is it for that? Is it so that they can have that? You know, we do all of these wild and crazy things for other people from the place of infinite caring. And none of it is wrong and none of it is right. And it's not about finding things to blame to say, oh, well, I'm, you know, I created extra weight so my, my brother could feel better about himself. It's not, it's not about the blame of it. It's the minute that you acknowledge what is true for you is the minute you can change it. But all the while that we live in our fantasy world of, you know, asking for more awareness, but eating it away every night or asking for our body to change, but really not desiring it and not allowing ourselves to be aware of that. That's when things get sticky. That's when we stay more in the judgment. Because I'll tell you all those years, like I say, I've been on a diet or I cannot, I haven't been on a diet since I was nine. I was on my first diet when I was nine and then tons and tons and tons of diet since. And even with the program that I'm on now, I don't call it a diet because it isn't a diet. This isn't something that I'm doing until my body changes and then I'll go back to eating the way I was. No, it's about being in communion with my body. And every 10 seconds, body, what do you desire? And then the other thing I really had to look at because there was a lot of discrepancies between what I desired and what my body desired. And I always found that fascinating. Now, I really didn't learn that concept until I started studying access where we talk about communion with body, asking your body what it desires. And, you know, so I've been playing with those tools for four years, but so often I would override it. And maybe body would say yes to something and 
four bites of it. <laughs> and I would say yes and eat all of it, which was 40 bites of it, let's say, you know, and, and so I really looked at that of like, what is that? Like, who, who is this that's overriding what your body desires? Because the infinite being of me wouldn't desire to override my body because anytime I overrode my body, I felt tired and sluggish and icky and my nose ran, <laughs> which is probably too much information, but that, that's just the way it was. So the infinite being wouldn't choose that and body certainly wasn't choosing it. So who the hell was choosing that? And then we go back to, with the, with the access questions, who am I being? Who does that belong to? I mean, how many people in this world are doing something to shut their awareness off? Now, eating was more ease for me. It was something that I started doing very young in life in terms of using it to shut off my awareness. So it's very easy for me to pick up that energy and, and tap into it and then choose it. And it was never mine. Never, ever, ever mine. Yet I was aware of it. And then I would try to fix it. And I would try to judge it. And then I would try to go on a really strict diet that my body didn't like. And on and on and on. I mean, it's such a crazy. And so by starting this in, in April and really having that breakthrough that first week with with where I was coming from and I did a show I believe it's in June or July about what food is really for and it's a lot about that kind of the awareness and what we use food for and all of that stuff so I really encourage you if that really resonates with you to go check out that show too because there's so much information in that in terms of what is food really for and most of us have been using it to shut down and then look at that crazy to shut down what? I mean, really, what would be the worst awareness that I could ever, ever have? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe if hubby ever, you know, stopped loving me and started loving somebody else, maybe there, there's a point of view that that would be a horrible awareness to have. Except it's not because I would rather have that awareness than find out, Two years later, you know, as a, as a shock because I wasn't willing to have the awareness. So even whatever I had decided as the worst awareness ever, I still would prefer that awareness. Or if some, you know, volcano was going to erupt in a country that I'm planning to go to, I would rather have that awareness. I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous to me that I would desire to shut awareness off. And yet that's what most people do in this reality so whatever your way is <laughs> whatever way you found to do that if if you found a way to do that or if you choose that crazy you may want to find a different you know kind of come to terms with what awareness is and what the worst thing that could happen if you had the worst awareness you've decided you could have because all of it is just information. And the more we're willing to be aware, the more magic that we can be, the more magic we can create, the less drama trauma we go into because we won't be in that country when the volcano explodes. We would be able to have the conversations with our loved ones before it hit drama trauma. You know, I mean, as much as I don't, would would be sad if he chose 
not to love me anymore. I would rather know that ahead of time. So hubby and I could have those conversations than, you know, be shocked because he's, you know, choosing somebody else. So what bastardization of infinite awareness are you using to create the overeating you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. For more information, theclearingstatement.com for more information. And so going through this and making the changes, suddenly, you know, the more that I allowed body to have her, her preferences and give her a voice, the louder she got. And I have to tell you that the funniest thing to me, so I've had glasses since I was six. And when I was, I'm not sure, 10 or 11 or 12, I tried contacts, but I have something called astigmatism. And, or at least so far, my body has chosen astigmatism. And at that time, that many years ago, glasses were, our contacts were really difficult and you needed to wear hard hard contact lenses uh, if you had astigmatism. So I tried them for just a couple days, but they were so uncomfortable that I never wore them again. And I've never thought about gl- a contact since, like ever. It's never crossed my mind. I will wear glasses. I'm totally fine. It does, just never bothered me. So about June, all of a sudden, my body's like, time to get contacts. Time to get contacts. Time to get contacts. And I'm thinking, no body, we don't wear contacts. And I don't even think we can. And, you know, I had all of these conclusions. Body didn't care. Time to get contacts. Time to get contacts. Well, my goodness. Okay, body. Well, I'll, let's go to the, the eye doctor and see. I don't even think we can, but we can see. Well, of course, body arranges it so we can. So there I am, 43, getting contacts for the first time in my life. And then I have an obsession now with makeup. <laughs> and I... I had, I guess we'll call it a point of view, that because I wore glasses, you couldn't really see my makeup anyway. So I never really enjoyed it. I didn't really know how to put it on. It wasn't fun for me. And it took time. And I didn't like to take the time. And it, like, honestly, if there's a day that I wouldn't see somebody, I'd be so happy because I didn't then have to do anything with my, with my, you know, my face, my makeup. Well, now I am like a teenager with makeup. I cannot go past a makeup store without stopping and finding something new. I'm trying all these new designs. I'm watching YouTube videos on how, oh my gosh, you guys, you would laugh if you saw this. And my body is so excited. And again, if you've been my Facebook friend, you've seen that now the pictures look very different. And my body is demanding that. So it's like once I gave her a voice, she's just like, okay, and I would like this, and I would like this, and I would like this. And she loves to be adored. She loves to be looked at. We've got these beautiful fake eyelashes now. I mean, it's, it's so cute to me what she's asked for compared to what I was choosing before. And it wasn't that I'm wrong for what I was choosing before. It's more that Look at what else is really, truly possible. 
And it's not that you guys have to go off and get, uh, you know, eyelashes and makeup. And if that's not fun for you, if your body doesn't, doesn't hum with that. But what is your body asking for? Would it like more nurturing massages? Would it like uh, more belly laughs with friends? Would it like more time in the sunshine? Like, what if you started allowing it to choose what works for it? Yeah, yeah. And everything that your body chooses, your body's willing to contribute to. So, if your body likes to fly first class, like mine does, you can ask it, hey body, would you like to fly first class? And if it's a yes, and I don't mean every trip, like I mean every time you're going on a trip, ask it. Don't conclude every flight has to be first class. Ask every for every flight, truth body, do you desire first class? If it's a yes, and okay, what's it going to take to create that? What can you contribute? And I don't mean just, okay, well, then you better make it happen. <laughs> don't be that way with your body. But it's okay. What can you contribute? What can we contribute? What can I be or do different today, body, to create that right away? <laughs> All right. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about creating magic with your body. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. 
That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness I've got coming up around the world. How the heck did I get so lucky? So actually starting tomorrow, Friday, September 11th, we are in Cologne, or gosh, not Cologne, Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, doing the five days to change your life. So uh, bars, foundation, and level one. And then on September 18th, we're going to do an evening class on being your greatness in business, also in Copenhagen. And then starting on September 19th, one of my specialty two-day classes, Magic with Molecules, also in Copenhagen. So we get to spend 11 beautiful days in the beautiful Copenhagen, Denmark. How the heck did Hubby and I get so lucky? Then I will go home for a few days and then off to a brand new Uh, state for me off to Santa Fe, New Mexico to do another one of my specialty classes, Create Your Life as If by Magic. It's a two-day class. Would love to have you come play with us there. It's going to be amazing. First time I'm facilitating that class. And then off to Detroit, Michigan. It was going to be in Grand Blank, but we have changed the classes for Michigan. They are now in Detroit. So starting with Foundation and Level 1, October 6th, Uh, is the start for those ones. You do need to take bars. So contact me if you would like to get a bars class because my beautiful and amazing and awesome and sweet host, Mr. Tom, uh, can hook you up there so we can get you to have a get a bars class before you come to foundation level one. And so that starts October 6th. And then the 10th and 11th also in Detroit is magic with molecules. And then off to Edmonton, only a few hours from my house. Don't need an airplane for it. But speaking of airplanes, uh, the Edmonton class of Foundation, Bars Foundation Level 1, is going to be at the Edmonton International Airport. There's a hotel there that we've got set up. So please, all of you from all the other countries, come on over. Just fly into the Edmonton International Airport, which is Y-E-G on your uh, airport code, and uh, come join us for these five days. And of course, if you've taken Bars, you do not have to take uh, it again. You can just join us for Foundation Level 1. And then off to Florida. I have booked myself two weeks at a beautiful home with a private pool. How the heck did I get so lucky? And we are going to do Foundation on Level 1 at that home starting November 13th. And we just last night, I talked to the amazing host, Miss Amy. Uh, We just set up for November 10th. We're going to do a little intro class called As If by Magic. In, in Florida also. Now that won't be at the home. We'll, we'll have a different location for that and we'll get that up listed online here shortly. But um, those are the possibilities and we've got more on the go and then Hubby and I are off to Australia for December and then uh, looking at setting something up in Bali or Thailand for January. So uh, keep watching for that because I'm excited about the, the possibilities and the magic that we can create all over the world. How does it get any better? Okay, so let's go back to talking about changing your body as if by magic. One, please start asking your body, whatever you've decided that needs to change or need to be different, ask your body if it desires it. And remember, if you get a no, it doesn't mean never. 
it might just mean you need to change a point of view, which is what I did. When my body was saying no, when I was asking, you know, body, do you desire to change? Do you desire to be different? And I was getting no's. It wasn't based on it truly didn't desire to change. It was based on all the stuff that I had projected onto it of what would mean would change and you know from the crazy of well if if I have a body that other people love then I have to do whatever they tell me I mean all you know all that crazy but don't take it as a no it's forever and ever but do be willing to have the awareness about that your body is saying no so that you can change that because once you're willing to have the awareness, then so much more is possible. And then you just, let's say you get a note, then ask, hey, okay, so what would occur? And you just want to use your awareness, not your logic, but your awareness. So truth, what would occur then if I did change my body? <gasps> I would get raped again. I would get hurt again. I would be weak. I would be vulnerable. You know, whatever crazy comes up, destroy and uncreate it or whatever modality you use. Destroy and uncreate is is access consciousness tools which you guys know I use and love and adore and I'm so grateful for but you can use whatever whatever works for you and then again ask again but don't make yourself wrong and don't try to force it you know be sure that it's working for you and that's the one thing that that's been really easy for me with this plan um, is that my body is choosing it so I'm not fighting it. I'm not missing food. I'm not going, oh, I can hardly wait till this diet's over and I can have blah, blah, blah. I don't desire to go back to that. That I still remember, even though it's been, gosh, four or five months, I still remember what it felt like day in and day out of the what I always called the fog, which was just normal for me. That was, that was normal, just being foggy and tired and sluggish. And it's actually not normal. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, that's not normal. If your body is loving what you're eating and drinking, it will feel light and yummy and spacious and delicious all the time. It's when we put stuff into it that it doesn't desire that it starts having whatever. And like I said, my nose will run. I will feel tired. I will feel icky. I'll get crankier. And none of that creates more in my world and what I think most people are tapping into with me right now with these changes although they're you know they're certainly seeing them you can visually see them and please feel free if you're not my Facebook friend you are more than welcome to come and, and friend me I love having lots of friends on on Facebook to play with um, and so there's a lot of comments and a lot of like wow you are amazing you look amazing and and even in person I've just been in Germany and and people are really starting to notice the changes and and my awareness is that more of what you guys are aware of is the energy that I've, that I've chose. Because really the weight was the, the thing that I'd kind of given up on. In, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I'd kind of like, okay, well that I can't change. I've tried everything. Obviously I can't change that. So it was almost the energy of, maybe not good enough, maybe not, not magical enough. Like there, there was always just kind of this, this little bit of um, smaller than or less than. And by actually being able to choose to change it and change it and be the magic that changed it, 
I have stepped into more of me than ever before. I feel more of me than ever before with this, you know, new adoration for makeup and this desire for contacts and, you know, these changes and and beautiful clothes that feels more of me than when I, oh, who cares about makeup and you can't see it anyway. And I don't want to take time away from my creating this. So like that wasn't me. That was whatever crazy um and now i feel more of me now there's a potency that i'm willing to be of me that i wasn't before and my awareness is that more of you guys are are aware of that than what i look like in pictures although that changes too uh but it's that it's that willingness and and my amazing host in in germany she said you've you've always been yummy and now you're willing to be yummy so it was like the possibility was always there. The energy was there. But now I'm willing to be it. And and it was such a beautiful testament to, to the words of, yeah, that's really what it was. There was, it was always me, but now I'm willing to be more of me. And it it's not about having a smaller body. It's not about, you know, knowing how to put makeup on or whatever it is. It's about the choice of the willingness to be it. Yeah. And you don't have to change your body. You know, let's say your body never desires to change. It's about getting out of judgment of what you think it should, because whose are those anyway? Like it's this reality. This reality says you have to look a certain way. You go to the newsstand, you look at the the movie stars. I mean, those, those guys are the ones who, um, in a sense, show us what we should look like. And really, no. We can choose to be all of us, no matter what size our body is, no matter if we know how to put makeup on or not, no matter if we even wear makeup. Like none of that is, is what I'm talking about. It's that willingness to be more of you. And it's the outcreate. You know, what energy, space and consciousness can my body and I be to outcreate ourselves for all eternity? So that you're always willing to be more of you than you were yesterday. And you're willing to get judged for it. You're willing to get loved for it. You're willing to get hated for it. Because those things will change it too. If you're not, if you, um, you know, let's say you have a love for makeup, but people have made fun of you or, you know, told you it's too much. It's like, okay, cool. And now I'm going to put more on or, you know, I don't mean it from resistance, but just from that space of like, really, what else is possible that you've never even considered? What is your body asking for? What is fun for you? What do you love? When you look at other bodies, do you notice, is it their clothes? Is it, you know, does, does, does first class interest you? And it doesn't have to. It's just a lot of times I talk about it because we have such limited points of view about what it has to look like, what it has to be like. It's like, no, I can't fly in first class. It costs too much. Well, that's such a conclusion, such a conclusion. You know, have you ever asked to be upgraded? You know, the, the, the airline that I fly the most with for international travel, Air Canada, you know, they've got a policy in place that you, you now have to pay for it. They don't do any free upgrades. They used to do free upgrades. doesn't stop me from asking every time. Because when you ask a question, you can change not only your universe, you change their universe. Even if you know it's a no. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what other questions could you be asking you and your body and everyone around you and everything around you that would create more possibilities than you never imagined possible? Yeah. And what if somebody saying no to you was okay? What if somebody saying no to you meant nothing about you? What if it just actually meant no? <laughs> We just love to add the stories. We love to say, oh, they said no because they don't like me. They said no because uh, they'd rather give it to somebody else they like or, you know, whatever crazy we've added to it. And those are just lies. Those are just stories that you're using to stop you, justifications for you not choosing to be your greatness. They said no because they said no. End of story. I did a whole show a few months ago on, on the how much you're using your stories to limit you or something like that. So, um, you know, if that resonates, you may want to go check out that show because that I got a lot of feedback on that show about how much people enjoyed it and how much it really helped them to see where they were limiting themselves with their stories, which is everywhere, everywhere. And one of the, the coolest clearings that I still use, maybe not daily, but but sometimes daily, what invention am I using to create the upset I am choosing? And so in this case, you could be, what invention am I using to create the upset with my body I am choosing? Because it's really invention is stories. You know, how many lies are you telling yourself? And I mean, I've heard women say, oh my gosh, well, if I was better looking or if I was skinnier, if I looked better, you know, men would want me. I'm single because I'm fat. I'm single because I don't have good teeth. I'm single because my body isn't perfect. Bullshit. You're single because you choose to be single. That's it. <laughs> and until you choose not to be single, you will be single. So what if everything is a choice? What if the way you've created your body is the way you chose to create it? And the minute you acknowledge that is the minute you can choose to change it. It's a choice. And for me, choice is an action word. So for me, when I chose it in April, now, yes, it's interesting to me that I chose drama trauma to get there. Just interesting. <laughs> Could have I chose to change my body without the drama trauma of not being able to walk? Of course. And I didn't. I required the drama trauma in that 10 seconds. Cool. How does it get any better than that? And what else is possible? What choices can I make now without requiring drama trauma? And it's just looking at it from that place of what if nothing we've ever chose is wrong? What if nothing we've ever chose is right, but we just choose? And every choice that I've made since then, I'm aware of the choices that are in alignment with me changing my body. And I'm aware of the choices that aren't in alignment with me changing my body. Because again, choice is an action word. Choice is a verb. Choice means if I'm choosing to change my body, I'm aware of what I'm doing and that's going to create it and what I'm doing that isn't going to create it. And not one is right and not one is bad, but one is going to create more. One is actually working with that choice instead of against it. So when you really truly choose something is when you really truly choose it. And every thought, every word, every action, every energy you be is in alignment with that choice. And the ones that aren't, you don't judge yourself for, but you're aware of them and you're willing to be aware of them. 
Yeah. Wow. Holy, that went by quick. My goodness, I think I could talk for a long time about this. <laughs> so what physical actualization of a phenomenal body and communion with your body are you now capable of generating creating and actualizing anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad all nine podpock shorts boys and beyonds awesome have a wonderful week everybody and i will talk to you next week Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.